Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of Extreme Sports with your boy, Big T. King C's Marcus Met right here on Blog Talk Radio, Radio AFS. Uh, great games last night, National Championship game. Nick Saban wins his sixth National Championship. Uh, I'm going to take our quick commercial break, and we'll be right back and get into it. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need. Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765-239-9668. All right, good morning. Welcome back to you, boy, uh, Big T. And coming in right now, my boy, Keith Seas. What's up, Seas? Hey, what's going on, man? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, I missed a uh, classic last night, um, national championship game between Bama and Georgia. Uh, I kept up with the stats and see what was going on. And Saban comes out with his sixth national championship, uh, incredible classic, um, overtime win over uh, Georgia last night. You know, you saw what happened. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Georgia came out applying a lot of pressure, man, in the first first half of that game, man. I mean, it was a great game, kid. Uh, I even had a guy call me. He was a Georgia fan. I get well. I don't know if he was a Georgia fan, but he was going for Georgia. He had bet money on Georgia. He was talking about, uh-huh. oh, the Alabama ain't got no points. Alabama getting beat. I told them, boy, they tried to give me three points, and I told them they were going to beat them straight up. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> and the next thing you know, as soon as he got out that phone, man, the boy scored a touchdown. <sighs> Wow. And then it was just it was just on from there. They just it was a great game, man. I can't even take nothing 
I'm not a real uh, college football fan like that. I, you know, I watch, you know, the big game. But, man, t- last night was sort of like a Super Bowl game. Great game, man, yeah. by Alabama and yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Um, I saw that uh, the, uh, Nick Saban took a start quarterback out. I thought he, I thought his quarterback got hurt. Um and come home looking at the highlights, I saw he, you know, they won't get no production at the time. So he should, he took a chance on get, putting the freshman in um, to seal the game for him, you know, in the second yeah. half. And, yeah. Um, but uh, was, you know, he, I think it was like 3.8, like 20-something yards, something like that, you know. Well, really won't produce him at the time. That's like that's taking a big chance. Who a guy just lost two games his whole career over, you know, a freshman. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big was chance. A big right there. It paid off. It paid off for him. They can tell you why he won the greatest coaches of all time. So you know, big up to save him, get his sixth national championship. Um, the run, I see the running game. Um, that. Uh, you know, a Georgia uh, um, Bama just shut down Georgia running game, game completely. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb and uh, Michaels combined for like two hundred, like almost three hundred yards rushing against Oklahoma and couldn't do nothing against them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The Bama had defense was crazy, <laughs> but them boys are hungry. Yeah, get to that. Back, they get into the. They were getting to the backfield before the football was. <laughs> Nick Saban, that's one thing about Nick Saban teams. You know, their defense is what wins their games for them. Yeah. And uh, oh, um, then you um, – and I know how Georgia feels this morning. You sack, uh, get a uh, 15-yard sack over your, the quarterback. Then he comes with a, what, a 40-something yard pass to win the game. Yeah, win the game. <laughs> yeah, awesome, they thought they had. I mean, and then they had uh, Alabama had a chance to seal it in um in regular regular uh, time, but um, a man missed that field goal. He chipped that field goal. Got twenty five yard field goal he missed. Yeah, yeah, twenty five yard field goal he missed. But hey, the big us to Georgia winning national championship again. Like they're there every year. Alabama. Oh yeah, I was. I'm sorry, Alabama. My fault. I'm sorry, Georgia fans. <laughs> I mean, Bama wins. Saban won his sixth national championship. No, uh, um, still he's undefeated against anybody who coached under him. Um, Kirby Smart, you know, gave him the fight of his life last night. So hey, the man coached for him over 11 years, so he knows Saban. In and out, so it was a great battle. Yeah, a great battle. Yeah. So, um, so they moving on next year, you know. Still, um, I know you'll keep up with college football. But I saw this real quick, and I won't look at it real quick. Uh, UCF, um, they uh, was the only undefeated team in. College football this year, um, twelve and zero, and they are they went to the, I think they went to the Peach Bowl against Auburn. Now, yeah. 
I think the rules and stuff of playoff some way have to change because something like maybe get something like the NCAA somewhere somehow where I think more teams it need to be a tight. I understand these bowls get you in, but I think some you know sometimes you probably need to play a certain amount of bowls to play. Um, to play for okay, hey, okay. I'm getting this. Yeah, yeah, getting national title. You getting the hey, you got a certain amount of bowls. Hey, I'm getting um, money to take care of my school to represent this thing. Then the, I think the big bowls you need to hey have a uh, tournament for to get to the national title like you're doing this because four schools, you know they. This one was the only undefeated team, and they because they didn't play major major schools. I guess you know they you don't know, get a chance for a national title. How you know? How they feel about they, like you they, said, they it's, it's about it's about the ranking, I guess, too, man. You can't play a bunch of nobody's teams and go undefeated. What well, I guess they played a couple of. A couple of good teams this season, but I guess yeah. the schedule wasn't tough enough. You know what I mean? So that I guess they feel like if you don't beat the best teams out here, then there's no reason for you to. Uh, you know, I, I, I can understand where they're coming from, but then again, I can understand how the rules need to change too. Or just a pinch or something mm-hmm. to give everybody an t- uh, equal chance. Because, hey, yeah, go ahead. Cause you, you know your Oklahoma's, your Alabama's, and yeah. your Georgia's. You know they're gonna get there. You know what I'm saying. So you might want to spice it up a little bit. You know you want to see somebody else with some great talent. But those schools are heavily recruited. You know what I mean everybody want to go to those schools and they get the best programs every year. So I guess that's why they're there every year. You know what I mean the same yeah. schools. So, yeah, it, it's all about position, got, I guess. Yeah, you got to look at them too, where um, they went in the Peach Bowl and they beat the team, the only team that beat Alabama and Georgia, uh, and Auburn this year, and they went down there yeah. and beat them. So yeah, you know, <laughs> so they they proved yeah, they could, um, yeah, make yeah. you wonder. They proved they can play against the best, and um, and they ended the. The rankers last night, they uh, was voted the sixth best team in the nation. Uh, then, you know, Bama, of course, number one. So, you know, I, I would put them third because of, I guess because they're looking at uh, the national championship, right, the, car, the tournament rankings and stuff like that. But I don't see them six if they were undefeated. That's just my prediction. Yeah. That's that's my prediction. Yeah, that schedule count um, now. That schedule play a big deal in that situation. Yeah, and that's very true. Very true. Um, now going to the NBA last night. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the NBA last night. Baby, 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 Brian, Brian. Rough game last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love him, man. Yes, I'm loving it. I see, hey, Keith House, my boy from Bucktown, he a big, he's a big, big LeBron fan. I got to give him a shout-out real quick. Um, 
I saw you on Facebook this morning. You said you, how shocked you was that against they didn't show up against Minnesota. And uh, this is my question. You look at the rankings that LeBron go against the West. LeBron, mm. when he go, go up in, in the West, his his record is not good, and especially good, yeah. good teams. So, you know, you know, going from there, because the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are a going to be a fourth a team in the next couple of years to be a force to be reckoned with. So what you see last night in the out of that game, you saw the stats and stuff. I see Minnesota being the team that they can be. You know what I mean? They yeah. always said that. But if you, if you think about it, um, just being the Cavs coming from the East, it's, everything is on the West Coast is really a problem for them, if you really think about it. I mean, not too many. I mean, you got – it's not too many teams that are not going to get them all the time out there in the West because the West is so talented. You know what I'm saying? You got the top yeah. four teams, which would be – well, top five teams would be, uh, you know, of course, Golden State number one. And then you got Houston. Then you got OKC. Then you got Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Portland. I mean, you got a few squads over there that's, that could, I feel like could beat uh, LeBron and them in the seven-game series. Yeah. Yeah, so it's – it's a rough atmosphere, and it only makes the Wizards, I'm not the Wizards, but the Warriors more sharper or anybody more sharper because of the competition that they have to face more often than they do on that West Coast. When they get a West Coast game, it's more like a break for them. Then they try to, mm-hmm. you know, because that West Coast, uh, man, rec- I mean, the drafting and however the, uh, you know, the picks that they have, man, I mean, they got so much talent out there in the West Coast that it's, yeah. They building up competition, you know what I'm saying, in the East Coast. And we've been seeing that for years, ever since after the Jordan era, you know, it was hard mm-hmm. for you to get anything on the East Coast. Yeah. So so if you want to compare him to Jordan, you know what I'm saying, if you want to compare him to Jordan in that aspect, Jordan had to, had some of the best teams in the West, too, and in the East that he yeah. had to get through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Brian Brown, on, I mean, hey. He and plus he's getting an age, man. I don't care how super you are, that's gonna eventually wear on your body. And then they're putting on them games every eighty-two games, at least eighty-two games. And then it's more because you know they're going to the playoffs and the championship every year. So his body is, is, is going to take a toll on him, man. And they don't have the right surroundings for him down there in Cleveland to win the championship right now. And they're trying to figure it out. They're just trying so hard to figure it out. Yeah, and I, I think I it's going to be hard that. for them. It's hard for them yeah. to figure it out. You got to get past Boston. You got to do, you know what I'm saying? They got to do that. So, yeah, they got they got a rough this year. It's not like LeBron should be uh, looked at as he should automatically make it to the finals this year because it's not that type of situation. If you want to logically think with the team that he has and you know, you got tweak parts here. Somebody come in for two, three months, and then they hurt. Then somebody else come in two, three months, they hurt. A couple of weeks, yeah. he hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for him. It's going to be hard. It's hard for anybody. But he, I think he's doing a great job because he's still producing as far as himself. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, as far as himself, but it's his surroundings now, man. <clears throat> I was saying um same thing, uh, looking at him last night about his age getting up there and people got ready yeah. you know, I understand like looking at Tom Brady, guys like this, uh I didn't uh, realize uh, LeBron's in the league what, thirteen years. And your wife yeah. can take a toll when you try to get to the finals every year. And you, I, I hate to admit he getting there, but I still, <laughs> I still think they're looking out for him getting there. But this is my opinion. But looking at him last night, looking at his points for the last couple of games, I don't know if he's tired or what. You know, ten points. Is like I've never seen that out of LeBron. Just ten points. Uh, yeah, I mean, he scored nine points one time, and that, I think that's the lowest I've ever seen him score nine points, and that was like his rookie year, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, you look at, I think the Boston game, he had like, I know last game he had like 13, 14 points, whoever they played before. Uh, the Boston game, I know he had just 16, and that's like, unlike LeBron. You can see it as soon as was like 22, 23 points a game, something like that. And you know he's being consistent, but I think he is getting tired. He he's wore out. He can't, you know. Jordan, yeah, you know, you look at Jordan. That's a lot of work. That's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah, that's how to man. That's you know what I mean. So I can see where he could be tired. He, he played like a Superman, but he's really not a Superman at heart. You know what I'm saying? He really still a human being. At the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's I can't I'm not a LeBron fan, but I can't even dislike him. He's done so much, so many great things for the community, and just his personality has, and you know, what I'm saying I get, you know, you just got to analyze him for what he is, and it's yeah. just gonna be hard. The people say he's the best, you know. what I'm saying he, he didn't really say that. He came out of his mouth and said it. It's just the yeah. people around him, you know what I mean. So I can't get mad at that yeah. man for being great at what he do, but he's still yeah. human. And like I said, I agree with you 100% on that. Ain't no 100% on LeBron uh, fan on the court. But the community, I see he has done a lot for his community. Uh, He's out here, especially when, you know, even with basketball players, like when Trump said something about Steph Curry, he was there, you know, speaking up for Curry and things like that. So I agree with you 100% on that. So, um, Minnesota, like I said, like we were talking about, you know, Minnesota's the up-and-coming team that they scan a lot of people. And, you know, they got got a squad, man. That's a beautiful squad they got down there. I mean, if you really think about it, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, and and, and Carl Anthony Town, that's a three-headed monster right there. Mhm. Yeah, if you can exactly. just get all everything around them, then you know, click around them, then it'd be even better. But I think they they should, they should do pretty good this year, and yeah. they're only gonna get better if they keep them pieces yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, I always say Tom Thibodeau. Um, I think when I saw him when um, Tom Thibodeau as a coach, when he was coach, coaching the Boston days with uh, Ray. You know, he was assistant coach at Ray and um, Paul and uh, Kevin and stuff. He had one of the best defensive minds out there. 
They was one of the best defensive squads with the big three for years. Then right. he went to Mal- he went to Chicago, and look what he did with Chicago with bringing Rose, you know, developing Rose and Butler and the boys and stuff like that. So, and he look, yeah. shoot, he was in the um, he Rose got hurt every year, but he stayed consistent in the playoffs with a bunch of nobodies at the time. <laughs> you yeah, know what I would say. Because right. yeah, cause no one there had to come down. So he wanted the best coach, but you give him some talent, <laughs> you know, he, he can do something. He can do something. Yeah. With Definitely. Oh, let's see. Post is. And who else played that? Well, God. He, he, he you ever get a sandwich? Ah, uh, he said he's supposed to hit me back, and I'm looking. He's not online yet. That's why I'm keeping my eye on. Okay, he said he's okay. coming on. He said, you know, he know we gunning for him. <laughs> so I think he's scared. I think he's hiding. <laughs> Eric, I think Eric, he's hiding. Eric, yeah, Eric, right. Eric, I was. You know, hey, we here. <laughs> you can come on. Yeah. We'll shut you out. You still welcome yeah, to the support, man. Yeah, we're yeah, good, we're good, good friends with you, man. <laughs> we cannot support. We cannot support that. Some guys that you support, though. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely can't do that. Uh those dukes. So, yeah, we are here. Um, Golden State last night. Your boys, the uh, <laughs> champ. Uh. Played Denver Nuggets last night. Um, Steph Curry still doing his thing. Uh, I think he got. I think he got um, injured last night, if I'm mistaken. But you know he played through it. Something. It's something minor. Let's try to hit the stats right quick. Who you say? Who you think can beat him this year? They beat. They beat Denver last night. Yeah, I know they beat Denver last night. I said, who you think can beat them this year as far as uh, in that seven-game oh. series? Yeah. A seven-game series if they jail. I'm the one I see is OKC. And people don't think that, but I, the reason why I say this, because they got the players of that can play with, um, with Golden State. But at the same time, I'm going to put it like this. I don't think they will win because of Westbrook emotion would get the best hope. I think Westbrook, yeah, Westbrook will be, he, they can do it, but they're going to be looking at Westbrook wanting to get Durant so bad, I think. And he won't admit it, but you can see when they play against each other, you can see the, Hurt and pain still in his face every time yeah. they played each other last year, and they played this year. The emotions show, and you, everybody know he don't like Steph Curry. He's, he's not too crazy about Steph Curry either. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at yeah, and I'm looking at Paul George and hey, do I want to be there? Um, you know, is this where I want to be? Melo, I think, is a good spot for him to be. Their pressure is off him a little bit now. Uh, he don't 
is he don't have to be the man, but he he still you know, how you say he's still the man, but he don't have to be the man. So it's more yeah. pressure on Westbrook because that's his team, and that's who I see. But if they can jail, I see they can do it. Um, he's looking at when they play Houston. Houston with even with James Harden, they'll they'll win a one one or two games. But Golden State got that number, so yeah. <laughs> and I don't see that changing. You just see Durant won't even be in the game for that game, and you know, you know, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson just ate them up. So that's, that's you know, know the only guys I'm really scared of. I mean. uh I got to put more respect in the OKC guys or, or even Houston. <clears throat> and that would be the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, yeah. Those guys, oh, yeah, man, they kind of scare me, man. Yeah, man, they – I feel like they're the best – like the best they could beat. All those, you know what I'm saying, all the uh, OKC, I feel like they can beat Houston. I feel like they can beat – Anybody, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they can give Golden State a chance. Yeah. I guess because they yeah. they, they team been together so long, you know what I'm saying? And Greg yeah. Popovich, he did so much, so many great things with that team, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it seemed like he take the same type of player when he lose a player. Like, when he lost David Robinson, he already had Tim Duncan already down there grooming him. Then get in there, you know what I'm saying, to do his thing. Tim Duncan came in. And they get Aldridge to go along with him. You know what I'm saying? They got, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Let all they keep bringing their reprocessing the same thing, the same formula. So they do to get a championship in there. They sneak their championships in there somehow. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I feel like San Antonio might be the only one that could give us a run for our money this year. Or uh, what I see at San Antonio because I'm. Keep looking, they're not healthy, and that's why mm-hmm. I think they the only way to get to them because Kawhi uh, still ain't healthy. His I think he got shoulder shoulder bothering him now. Parker, I think Parker Genova need going go ahead and hang it up. Um, but you know, I, Ginobili's still been probably one of the healthiest guys out there, but he still can do it. Uh, he still will do what he needs to do to be that because he always shows in the playoffs. Regular season, it ain't, you know, yeah. it's like a that's what regular season. That's what I'm going to get Yeah. That's what I'm going to get to. Them guys come through. Because in the regular season, it's like they want to have a winning record, and that's it. They really don't care about you know what I'm saying? They arrest guys for games. And, you know what I'm saying? Popovich has been doing that for years. You know what I'm saying? Giving these guys, the star players, uh, minimal minutes against, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, a sorry team. I ain't going to say a sorry team, but a, just a regular team like, a, you know, the, the Wolves. Uh, not the Wolves, but uh, the Grizzlies, uh, you know, or the Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that they can really manipulate. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that gives his players you know what I'm saying even though because they're older they need that rest though they can't go to the main mm-hmm. two games boys need that rest man boys push yeah. the board at 33 something like that so uh, and after doing that for years 
Yeah, he needs some rest, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, yeah, Gray's just being a great coach, man. He always yeah. uh, one of those coaches that can get you there. That's a great question to ask you uh, why I got you here. Um, how do you feel about guys resting? Because last year, uh, you know, uh, you get, we you know we weren't on the air to get to talk about it, but it's still a conversation that people talk about where you pay your hard-earned money. And, Greg Pop- and I'm looking at what Greg Popovich did because of his older players. You know, resting yeah. them, uh, going to games and stuff like that. But some guys ain't nothing wrong with them. Uh, young players, yeah. and you paid your money, you go see. How you feel about that when uh, players are getting rested? Now, <laughs> like it's a double-edged sword if you look at it because it's a it's a it's a positive and a negative to to that situation. It's a positive for the players because they get to get extra rest that they may need. We don't know what they have going on in their personal life that could have caused them to maybe had to shoot back to the house or, you know what I'm saying, real fast and handle some mm-hmm. business uh, with, with the family. You never know what they had to do. And he had to fly back for the game. So maybe he was just, Ty, we're going to give you a rest this game right here. We know you got this going on. And he, that's a lot of them abuse that, that – uh, Abuse that, you know what I'm saying, situation there. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. But like you said, as a consumer, when I pay my money, I want to see you come out there and play your best basketball. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah it's a double-edged sword. It's a win and a lose. You know what I'm saying? A positive for the for the player and a negative for the, for the fans. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't think they should adapt that, that, that concept, though, of resting players like that. I, like you said, I understand what Greg Popovich did. He had to do it. He had Tim Duncan and them guys mm-hmm. pushing forty, and and that's your key players. You know, so it's not like these mm-hmm. guys are coming off the bench. These are your key players. So yeah, yeah, I understand you got to rest these guys because he won't gonna make it. You know, saying that all the way through that yeah. eighty-two games and plus the playoffs with those guys. So. Yeah, and the big thing when that started was, uh, I think. Um, with the uh, San Antonio playing Miami when LeBron was down there, and uh, Greg Popovich sent him back at Medina and Parker home from Miami, told him to go home, and um, because you know they was older and he needed them to help their friends for the play, and, and they got them a championship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, being, yeah, uh, yeah. Wearing their bodies out and stuff like that, and you got to look at hey, that might have been smart. And everybody yeah. now, everybody don't call on and doing things like that. And I, I agree with Stephen A. Smith when he said this, where he he got no problem with it. But when you go to big big games that sort of be people pay their money to see, he think they need to be playing. Like if you got a little yeah. squirrel game, you know, we got these um. The uh, record's not showing, you know, you playing like the Bulls, you know, uh, yeah. today, something like that. So, I agree with that. Yeah, and then, too, I don't see, I mean, the league is is is, is more for the player now anyway. So, I don't, I, you know, I understand you still have injuries, but 
it's not like back in the days when the boys was they can hand check you, you know, so now you don't you got the no hand checking rule, you know what I'm saying? Back in the days they mm-hmm. can hand check, you can hand check to a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? So you're taking a lot of aspects. They can't touch the play. You can't guard the play with your hands now. So it's a lot of different things that incorporate them being able to move, you know what I'm saying, without getting the bumps and the bruises that they got back in the days. But yeah. at the same time, the speed, these guys, are, I mean, them crossovers they're doing now, they're breaking their own ankles, you know what I'm saying? Uh, throwing them out of you, coming down on coming down on people's legs, so it's, it's a, like I said, it's still a double-edged sword. Yeah. These young guys got to be, and they stay injured too, man. These young guys ain't as strong as those older guys back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the stars be getting hurt a lot, man. <laughs> or the yeah. could-be stars, potential stars. <laughs> yeah, could-be stars. And um, another question I say, I, I'm, I'm looking at you know, these young guys, college guys that's coming out these days, and I understand the money situation, and um, I'm looking at the last couple of years, you know, you, you're going to college, and they want major stars out there, and they're looking great. But when you get to the NBA, it's been a different story. Yeah, different story. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you think they uh they they, they need to set a, a rule again about them staying in school uh at least three years. Uh now I know it's a year, but two to three years now. Then just coming out. I think the I think that's I think that one year. If they move it any to anything it should be two years, but uh I think that one year is I think that one year is sufficient. You know, that ain't too bad. Yeah. And then, I okay. mean, if LeVar, if LeVar, LeVar Ball uh, worked this situation out with his little league, then it's going to really change the uh, whole atmosphere of the college basketball. You know what I'm saying? So, because yeah. a lot of those guys are going to be going to the NBA. Sure, if they, if, if they come out and play like they're supposed to. So, you yeah. know, it's, Guys gonna be whether be wondering now whether they should go to college or should they go to Lavar's league? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's giving up, uh, but it could be a good thing too because it's giving opportunity to the guys that maybe didn't get you know what I'm saying get scholarships to go to college. You know what I'm saying? And still have potential. You know what I'm saying? Or who could just could make it out of high school? You, you never know. It could be a blessing for somebody. Cause we know a lot yeah. of people that, that that had talent that they just couldn't get the scholarships or they just couldn't get to the, you know, what I'm saying yeah. the level to play in front of somebody. You know, so maybe this could help. Yeah, and I'm looking at um, from my point, I'm looking at, you know, like this year has been to me a kind of a disappointment. I think. Or you had the uh, the Fox, you had Fox from Kentucky, Monk, uh, Ball, Ball. I think Ball. Uh, I'm looking at him play, not just saying because I'm a Laker fan. Looking at him play, I think uh, he will get better. I think the scrutiny with his dad always in the news hurts a little bit. Um, 
you know, you take you a point guard, you a disher, you a passer, you you know, long you take you know, keep taking the ball to the hoop, stuff like this, you're doing what you need to do. You know, just your shot just need to fall. But, you know, you looking at everybody's num I'm looking at everybody's numbers and the biggest the biggest one out there of this of this draft that's showing is been has been Tatum. Uh, yeah, Jackson no has good. been, yeah, Jackson has been a disappointment. Um, I, I Brandon Ingram probably one that his 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 progress is shining. You know, I know he came out two years ago, but his progress is shining. Where you know they've been patient with him. Um, yeah. He's showing progress, yeah, every year and stuff like that. So, um. I don't know. I, I would love to see the kid. I, I, I think your education, because a whole lot of guys, a whole lot of guys in this league get your get your at least get your education. Yeah. Money to it or something yeah. like that. And because a whole lot of guys in this league, they ain't in the league. Look at my camps. They leave for two years. They gone. Because hey, yeah. and I don't know why I want to put it up with you. After your contract, you gone. <laughs> yeah, you get that to yourself. And um, yeah, I seen, yeah. Uh, yeah, I seen the uh I know you seen them in that big three, uh, ball the three, time, yeah. Right too. Yeah, I seen. I think yeah. that team went undefeated. Yeah, it ain't like he had the skill. He didn't got a whole lot bigger too, man. Yeah, he ain't yeah, been doing that. <laughs> yeah. I think he's been playing yeah. overseas. Oh man, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. I forgot. I don't got no love for him. I forgot he a traitor, man. <laughs> I forgot all yeah. about that, man. Yeah, his he, sister, he can't. Did his, did his sister go to the WNBA? Yeah, she went. But I don't think she. I don't think she. Um, I think she. I know her name was in for that year, but after that year, I haven't heard from her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Ivory Lazar yeah. still doing her thing. Uh, she down Washington. I relied on. Yeah, very with Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be following her on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, doing her thing. But like McCann, just it was just that was just one of the biggest trades. You know, in the North Carolina family, I never every Tar here never seen. I think Quentin Thomas was trying to do that too. Um. Uh, if you go back and look at some of his comments, I remember reading his comments that he knew. I think he said that McCann's he's not with McCann's with a whole lot of guys that was good was getting a whole lot of favoritism that he was trying to say, and that Roy did know about classes that uh, guys were taking and stuff like that. So. I don't know. <laughs> but these major schools, you know, you would see favoritism somewhere sometimes. I, I heard a whole lot of rumors that people say they know people that know this person, that, hey, this is a fact that happened. So, hey, that happens everywhere. Uh, hey, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah, That happens everywhere. Um, who else? Um, mm, Houston beat 
uh, Chicago last night. New Orleans had been a disappointing to me too. Um, they they did beat Detroit last night. I thought getting Cousins was would be even with not having even now you got Cousins Rondo and Davis. Um, well they're five hundred team. I ain't gonna say they're too bad, but I think I thought they'll be in the top five in the West. And you know, yeah. 2019 record. They had not produced what I thought they were going to do this year. And uh, it's still the rumor about um, trade deadline. They're trying to get one of them traded. So, but hey, you got to be some D boys averaging double doubles. Um, just staying healthy is a point to me. What you think about it? Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's the major part of them being healthy, man. Yeah. They stay healthy. They definitely can produce, man. Looking at Rondo's stats last night, and that's what you need, 12 points, 15 assists, and that's what he do. Because um, he had 20 points, 10 rebounds. Davis had 30 points, 20 and 10 rebounds. Um, I don't see what's missing. And I guess they missing a shoot, another shooter. Shoot. I don't know. Yeah, just a yeah. shoot on the on the wing. But Rondo, I, I'm not gonna. Rondo used to be my favorite point guard at one uh, at one point in time, probably about yeah, about 2006, seven, eight, 2006, seven, eight, them years there. That was yeah. my favorite point guard. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I don't know what happened. He's like after Boston split up, it seemed like. He lost himself for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like yeah, he kind of lost himself for a while, man. He kind of felt betrayed. You know, he's a hothead. I like them hothead guys, you know what I'm saying, that really go off, you know what I'm saying, be going off all the time. I kind of yeah. take a liking to those guys, man. And, yeah. And he just, he just, he was just hot-headed a lot. I yeah. guess he went from a championship team to – what he was doing, I guess it kind of kind of messed with him for a while, but he back though. I kind of like yeah. Rondo. Yeah, and then um, I think um, only one you hear the rumors about him, only one probably could handle him back then was Kevin and I didn't keep him cool. Was Kevin and um, Paul Pierce back in the day? Him yeah. and Doc didn't get along. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kevin and Paul Pierce kept him cool and stuff like that. And I don't know what happened to him because he like he flew in Chicago last year in the first series. Hey, if it weren't for him, if he didn't get hurt, they might have beat Boston in their first round. Yeah. 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 So, but um, yeah, he's a, he's a great team. Man, you got um cousin man. I'm, his attitude will get you there too. You got he's toughing yeah. he's toughing up uh uh Davis. Well Davis already tough, man. They got a good squad, man. They just need a shooter to <clears throat> Holiday's a pretty decent shooter though. Yeah. Yeah, they need a Ray Allen type of shooter out there though. Uh a lights out shooter. On that wing. Cause them boys uh-huh. both you got cousins on one side and you got Davis on the other side, and both of them can take it from the top of the key. Uh, yeah. It's hard to stop, man. That's a matchup problem for a whole other team. 
Uh, it's still down there in Milwaukee, man. Yeah, and Marcus Smart yeah. is that is yeah, that yeah. type of dirty player off the bench that goes, you know, goes get you that uh that Terry Allen kind of place. Yeah, you, man, uh, he's great. He's a great ball too, man. I, I, watched, yeah. I was just watching um, him in the, uh, in the Cleveland game. I think I watched another game they was playing uh, uh, maybe yesterday, something like the day before yesterday. Anyway, I was watching the man. The smart is a great player, man, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, Boston is a good team, State. man. Boston, yeah. Boston is the enemy of the young team. Yeah. People better be watching out for Boston. I just told, I told people at the beginning of the year, Tatum was going to be the rookie of the year. And Boston might go to that to the playoffs. I mean, not the playoffs, but to the finals. Yeah, because um, um, Irvin got something to prove. Irvin got that. Kyrie got that 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 Kobe mentality. That Kobe mentality mm-hmm. is, you know, he he's gonna slash the throat any way he can. So, any way he can, anyway, yeah. And Kobe, he still he talked to Kobe all the time too. So there's one of Kobe's favorite players. Yeah. So you can you might even look forward to a Boston Golden State championship series. You might. And Kyrie, I, I, I give, I think from what I seen the years that Kyrie played against Golden State, he's the only one to get that gives. Golden State problems to me. I even LeBron didn't give me give him problems to me because Kyrie got that ball. You know, he had Thompson on him, but Kyrie got the ball. He did this thing, I, and I got to give him the props on that. Yeah, yeah, he bad. That's a bad boy now. Yeah, but a trade a trade going to happen that um, if you you just top team and you think you missing somebody. A trade going to happen to compete against Golden State because people always say Golden State the one they're looking at Golden State winning four in a row. This that third year in the, in the finals, almost like to be the fourth. So straight. So that's what you got to build your ship to destroy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that's what every team is shooting for. Yeah, a big trade is going to happen very soon. Um, because it's rumors. Um, it's rumors that um, I know cousins on the trading block. They would talk about Anthony Davis, but you would have to give up everything to get Anthony Davis. <laughs> so, yeah, have to give up. I know Julius Randle on the trading block. For the Lakers, and he he could be a dirty uh, player to come off the bench for you as well. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player too. Yeah, yeah. I think the Lakers might keep him though, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, the only way they can, uh, what I'm hearing that people want, all the way they will take somebody is he got to be in the um, he got to be in the deal. Yeah, you know, if Lakers want to trade with somebody, he got to be in the league. They already put, they want Ingram, but Brandon, you know, Magic already said Ingram, Ingram is the future of LA. So, yeah. I, mean, I know he ain't going nowhere. 
I'm tired of saying them, man. K-Town yeah. Simon. And I met him uh, I when I started the show, like, a couple of days after. I ran into him, like, in a footlock. I'm like, that's Brandon Eagle. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> he was in football. Yeah, he was cool. You know, he, he spoke and everything. Cool dude. Yeah. Cool dude. Oh, let's see. Oh, uh, let's see, we've got one more thing to talk about. Let's see what's going on real quick before we get off the air. Something, see something happen important. Um, they still uh, talk about um, Cam one more time. They see Cam still uh, swearing that he got poked in the eye. He didn't have tough no concussion. Um, <laughs> So, but, hey, you ain't got knocked out. You can't. You got knocked yeah. out. Go ahead and did it. So, um, they trolling him um, on social media about something about some wine. They, you know, they it, telling him to be humble and stuff like this. You know, yeah. it, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Man. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, they want to kill the cam, man. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I respect the guy, and I said, you know, and stuff like that. And you know, I don't know. I guess something about it that people know that I don't. You know, I just watch yeah. what I hear and what I see. Yeah, exactly. There's something about it that we don't know because I don't. I don't think he deserved this type of ridicule, man. But he, like I said, yeah. it go back to him being a black quarterback, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's probably out his own people that's giving him the most flack, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, that's how we are as a people, man. So, yeah, exactly. I, I'm just looking at in college, you know, I didn't see he was, I ain't going to call him a prick. I don't know, <laughs> but we know yeah. what I read about him. People say he was he was kind of a freak and stuff like that. But I, like I said, I don't know. I want he, you know, they got his, uh, they got the stuff about his dad taking money and stuff like that for to get him to go to Auburn and stuff like that. He was investigated and stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah, they do know stuff I don't know that because I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, his dad was investigated for uh, money laundering. They bought him a house. It, I kind of a, a Ridge Bush situation, but they couldn't find. Okay, they yeah. found the evidence against Ridge Bush, but I, I don't think they found the evidence to prove against him. Oh. So. Well, all right, Steve, so we're going to end the, the uh, day show um, and come back Saturday morning, same back time, same back channel, catch up on everything that we need to catch up on um, 
sports and things like that. Well, what's the big game coming up this week? You know. Uh, we played uh with the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, oh, yeah, you know. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, That's going to be a big game. Yeah. I think I predict Pittsburgh will win that one. Yeah, you know, yeah, Jacksonville told. Hey, Jacksonville has been saying all week they're not scared, they're ready. <laughs> so, yeah. And the way that we, <laughs> and the way that we're hitting guys on uh, the other night, hey, I ain't going to knock them at all. Yeah, <laughs> it will be it. Hang up. Hang up, not at all. So, all right, we will catch up on the uh, we start stream sports Thursday morning eight thirty a.m. Uh, and like I said, every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights eight thirty a.m. Sunday nights nine thirty p.m. on Blog Talk Radio with your boys Big T, King Season, and Marvin Smith. Have a good one, Season. Uh, you too, bro. All right, bro. All right. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for another week of Extreme Sports. And we catch it Thursday morning, same bad time, same bad channel. Good night, everybody. Good morning. Hope y'all have a great day. And catch us back uh, Thursday morning with your boy Big T King season on back. And also check us out on Facebook group page, Extreme Sports at and, and um, all right, the Strange Sports Group play with your boy Big T King C's Marvin's Matt. Uh, catch the boy King C's Big T Marvin's Matt six four six 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 eight eight four six seven to call and join the conversation. Uh, shows that we got coming up. We got a latest show that we're trying to get together and have the ladies come on and represent uh, uh sports that 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 night. Um, trying to do a lot. Um. Like I said, we just keep joining us, and you know, thank you for support. Keep pushing us, doing the same, um, you know, doing what we need to do. Love and support, you know. Thank y'all for joining us, and y'all have a great day. <laughs>